Okay, so here we are, the first episode. For those of you who are new, I am Simone. I am currently, I am a corporate girly who is currently following her dreams of being a singer, talk show host, and actress. Um, in this podcast, I want to share the things that I'm learning, the things I've already learned, and hopefully it inspires you to follow your dreams and pursue your goals and to own your journey because the journey really is yours. I want you to take ownership of it, and, and I want you to experience all the beauty there is to have. So for today, we are going to be talking about how and why following your dreams is really the best thing you can do for other people. Um, it's not selfish. It really makes sense when you think about how and why things are in your heart and how you really affect other people by following your dreams and your goals and how it really makes sense that it's your purpose on earth. So that's what we're going to get into. All right. So um, to start off, um, I know a lot of people sometimes or at least I get to speak for myself. I used to think that, you know, my goals were like, you know, I don't know, or my dreams were like just like stupid or unrealistic, or I didn't really understand the value that they had. And I got a little older and I realized that you really, a lot of times when our lives are impacted by another person, it's because that person decided to follow their dream or their calling or their purpose or whatever you want to call it. So I'll give an example, Beyonce. I love Beyonce. Just so y'all know, we are going to talk about Beyonce quite a few times <laughs> in this podcast. Um, if you don't like her, I'll be honest. You, you might not even want to listen to me because I'm going to mention this several times. But I'm going to use her as an example. So Beyonce, ever since she was a little girl, always knew she wanted to be a singer. I mean, ever since she was like three, she knew she wanted to perform and sing. And so that was her calling. That's what God put in her heart. And that's what she pursued. And it wasn't always easy um, for people who aren't super familiar with her background. I'm just going to give you. Very quick synopsis, but she was teased as a child. She didn't have many friends. Um, she ended up, you know, finding some friends that would start at Destiny's Child. They did their thing. They lost on national television. She, they were dropped by their record label. Um, a lot of things went wrong. Tina or her parents ended up separating at one point while they were still married. They had to sell their home. They couldn't afford it anymore because her dad had quit his job to, to support them even though they weren't famous yet. Um, and so they had to sell their home and went to a much smaller home. Soon after that, uh, their, her parents ended up separating. And so the family was split and they ended up moving into an apartment, which nothing wrong with that, but a lot of sacrifices were made. And they hadn't even, nobody even knew these girls' names. They weren't even famous yet. Um, but I say, so they overcame a lot and it took a lot of work. They were homeschooled, so they didn't get to, experienced a lot of things that the average teenager would have experienced. They had, they had to make a lot of sacrifices. Um, but ultimately, she really wanted to do this. It was in her heart. She had a support system. She had a family who believed in her. And, and I don't want that to discourage anybody who doesn't have that. But I just want you to pay attention that she had something that was really important to her in her heart. And of course, now she's, you know, I, I don't even know what you would call her. I mean, it's a superstar. I feel like we call a lot of people that. So that can't be what we call her. She's She's one of one, okay? <laughs> she is the Michael Jackson of our time. Um, but anywho, she's touched so many people's lives. I mean, people, there's stories of people who thought about, you know, committing suicide, but didn't. People who realized their own dreams, but didn't, i.e. me. Um, or I'm sorry, not but didn't, but realized their own dreams from her. I mean, there are people, there are people who have been impacted by her work. Um, even if you don't want to think about Beyonce, just think about maybe a therapist, I'm sure there are therapists out there that have saved people's lives. There are people who have gotten the help they needed um, because of these therapists. And they've learned things and, and developed coping mechanisms and uh, found new ways of living and all these different things that they've done that have positively impacted them. 
But they did that because that therapist followed what was in their heart. Now, I know some of you may say, oh, well, there might be a therapist out there who really didn't want to be a therapist. Okay, great. I'm not talking about them. (laughs) I'm talking about how you learn so much from people or you grow so much from people um, who have perfected something or gone in a certain direction. And that direction is a direction in which they are very passionate. And that's what I want to say to you. You know, I think I believe that's really where our purpose comes from. That's why we have a purpose. I believe God puts a purpose in everyone's heart. Um, And some of us choose to follow it. Some of us choose not to. It's totally up to us if we choose to follow it or not. But we don't pick our passions. We come across, we discover them. You know, we, we find out that we really like something. Or, you know, we realize we have this yearning in us that won't die, this fire that won't die. That's how it was for me. I had, I tried to kill it and it wouldn't shut up. (laughs) But we have this thing in us that we find ourselves very drawn to. We want to pursue and we really like it and we're so interested in it. And even, you know, when we're children where we can really spend our time however we want, we find ourselves naturally going towards that. We all have our purpose. And I believe those purposes are put in our hearts by God. That's what I truly believe. Or or your higher power or the universe, whatever you want to call it. This isn't the podcast to discuss what we call that. But (laughs) whatever you want to call that, if you believe in that, um, I believe that it's put in our heart by, you know, something greater than us. And I believe the reason why it's put in our heart is because that is your contribution to the world. You know, let's say you want to be, I don't know. Um, let's say you want to be a mechanic. You just you love cars. You love the inner workings of them. You, you love the smell of, of the gas up in there. Like you just really love that. This is a kind of a silly example, but you know, I'm not going to use that example. I don't really like that one. <laughs> okay, let's say you really want to be, um, let's say you really want to be uh, a doctor, right? You, you're just really fascinated about the human body. You really want to heal people. You think blood is cool. You think like germs and stuff is really nice. You think hospitals are comforting. I'm joking. <laughs> but let's say you really love that. Well, I mean, you know, we need doctors. We need somebody to take care of us. We need somebody to learn about, you know, new new findings or to further explore the human mind the human body we need that and because that was put in your heart because that's your passion and you decided to pursue it then now we have that silly, silly example and I know again there are people out there who are doctors who are great doctors but maybe it wasn't really their passion um fair enough fine but you know what let's say we have that doctor who did decide to be a doctor let's say he or she's an excellent doctor but let's say they really wanted to be um a pianist well that's that's one pianist you know we don't have and think about you know the different musicians that have touched people's lives and that have um really just emitted a frequency that has made the world vibrate on a certain level I mean that's something that we're missing yeah we can do without that one person but think about if everybody pursued their passion we would all be adding naturally be adding value to one another um again probably not the best example this is my first episode and I'm really going off the cuff here. <laughs> I just wanted to get the first episode done to just get it out. Um, but essentially that's the point I'm making. So I really want to encourage people to pursue their passions and understand it's not selfish. It's putting your heart because it's for you to do. It's, it's what God, what I believe God wants you to do what he made you here for. You don't have to do it. If you don't want to, you can do something else. You can do nothing. Um, but we all, we're all put here for a reason. Just the fact that we were even born, your mom and dad have several sperm cells, several eggs, but you got here. Okay. Unless, I mean, not to get too graphic, but most people, if you, if you count the intercourse to children ratio, 
uh, the odds are against you. Somehow you got squeezed on out. So that in itself says that you're meant to be here. And it says that it's for a reason. It's not just because, you know, we all live and die. It's, it's for a reason. You have a, a purpose to serve while you're here. And I believe your passions and your dreams, that thing that you want to do, that is why you're here. And I, I, I want to call on everybody to just believe in themselves and to go for it and to understand it was put there. It's not spontaneous. It's not something that selfish that you just came up with. No, it was really put in your heart. It was truly put in your heart. And I believe that if you decide to walk in the direction of it, the how, the the, the money it's going to take, the, the people that you're going to need, the resources, the technology, the information, all that will come to you. It will come to you. I'm living testament of that. It will come to you. I start, well, I had a leading role. I didn't star in it, but I had a, a leading role in a pilot about two we've about two years ago we filmed uh two years ago and they filmed again about a year ago and um I didn't know how I was gonna get in somebody's pilot I didn't know how I was gonna do that I didn't even I didn't know any casting directors I didn't have an agent none of that good stuff um but it came to me it was attracted to me I went in direction of my dreams somebody knew somebody said hey Morgan I have this opportunity are you interested I auditioned I said yeah we want we want you I couldn't have planned that. A lot of the times you can't, even this right here, God said, let's do the podcast. I said, okay, I don't know how I'm going to get followers and viewers and listeners. I, I don't even really know what I'm doing. I'm literally this podcast, when, when the episode comes out, you're going to know that it doesn't have a video to it because I haven't figured that part out yet. <laughs> I just downloaded Anchor a few minutes ago. So I just say all that to say the answers are going to be revealed to you. Um, but you just have to follow the signs. You have to trust. You have to believe and understand it's not selfish. It's there for a reason. Now I get, you know, for people who maybe have different responsibilities, um, it may be, it may look different than someone who doesn't for sure, but not impossible can be done. I have a full-time job. Okay can be done. Just trust the signs. Just understand your dreams are putting your heart for a reason and they're not selfish. Your purpose is really, your purpose or your passions that are in your heart. Oh, that's a good one. Your passions are your purpose. Your passions that are in your heart, that is the purpose you serve. That is the way you serve for your time here on earth. You're on earth using resources and in return, you give back. And what you give back are the things that are in your heart. It really, so you make the world better by putting out those things that you're for which you are passionate, but then you make yourself happier because it's what you want to do. And we all vibrate higher after that. So that's the first thing I want to talk about. Um, just understanding that your passion is, is your purpose and that's what you're here for. And truth be told, if you follow it and believe in it, guaranteed to win. Like that's why you're here to, to do that thing. So if you follow it and let it lead you, you're guaranteed to win. Now, if you give up after six months, no, maybe not. If you keep at it, if you don't stop, you're going to get there. So just understand that when you decide to embark on something that's scary, something that you don't know how to do, something that you don't know how you're going to do, you don't know what that looks like, just understand that if you keep at it and you you follow it, you allow whatever your higher power is to lead you, you're guaranteed to win. I promise you. I had one more thing I wanted to say. Um. I'm going to have to edit this part out. <laughs> I wanted to say, um, well, you're guaranteed to win if you just follow it, your higher power. Um, well, I, I, this isn't what it was, but I do want to say this, that, you know, everything that you need is really already inside of you. Just understand that as well. All Everything that you need is already inside of you. You just have to harness it. So, for example, think about like, you know, 
if if you have a cake, right? Let's say you, you go to the refrigerator or go to the kitchen and you don't have a cake. No, but you you have your eggs, you have your flour, you have your sugar, you have your you have all the things. You have to harness it, you have to take it together and and create something with it. And that's what I want to say to you. So if if you want to own a, mecha- a mechanic shop, right? Or let's say you want to own a coffee shop. You're like, I don't know how to run a business. I I don't even know how to make coffee. I just really enjoy coffee shops. Like whatever it is, <laughs> you have what you need. You just have to harness it. Now what, what that is that you need, I don't, I don't know. That's for you to find out. Maybe you don't know either. Make it your intention to find out. The answers will come to you. And that's the thing too. When you make it your intention to find out what it is that you need, your eyes are open. You're able to see the signs. Things that you would have otherwise ignored, you're now able to hone in on. Um, so just keep that in mind as well too. And I, one of my favorite quotes, and I'm gonna give myself credit because I, I made this one. I ain't hear no, I'm sure somebody else has said this, but I've never heard them say it. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite quotes is God doesn't need help with the how. It's none of your business how it's going to work. That's not your place to, to figure it out. Stay in your lane. All you have to do is decide what you want which, or what you're going to pursue. And God will accommodate your efforts as far as how it happens. He will allow that to happen for you. He doesn't need help with the how. And, you know, we might be getting a little deeper now, but <laughs> I think especially if you're a person who um, wants to be led and wants to submit to, to, to leadership, you have to really let go and be vulnerable and allow him to lead you. And that's a skill that can really transcend across several different things, which we won't get into today. I really probably ever on this on this podcast maybe on my blog. But anyway, um, you really have to just allow him to, to do him or her or it or whatever you know you believe. I know for me, one of the things I struggle with so bad and one of the reasons why it actually took me so long to really go after my goals is I would get paralyzed, like mentally paralyzed by trying to figure it all out. If I if there was something I wanted to do, but I hadn't done it before and hadn't seen it done, I would, in my mind, try to think, okay, how am I gonna, how am I gonna do it? What am I gonna do next? Like, how am I gonna get this? Okay, first I'm gonna do this, then I'm gonna do that. Like, trying to come up with a plan for how I would do certain things, and I didn't know the answers, and I, I, I didn't know, and it, it would literally give me headaches because I couldn't figure this whole thing out. Or sometimes, like you know, I would hear other people tell their story, and in the story certain things they kind of planned and did, but a lot of it was spontaneous or somebody came into their life or some opportunity presented itself. And I would be like, you know, great for them, but that doesn't help me because I can't control that. Like, you know, (laughs) I can't plan for somebody to knock on my door and offer me something, you know, that's just something that's out of my control. But what I realized is that's how it works. Everybody has, everybody, every successful person has some part of their story where something happened, and they're like, oh, wow. Because you have to trust. You have to allow yourself to be led. You have to be open to the signs. We can't plan the whole thing out. You know, Martin Luther King has a quote, and I'm paraphrasing, but something to the effect of, um, you can't see the whole stairwell, but just walk. That's, that's pro- I probably just butchered that quote. But <laughs> basically, it's the same concept. You know, you can see the next few um, steps in front of you, 
but you're not going to be able to see the whole thing or plan for every twist and turn. One of my favorite stories that I heard on The Secret, Jack Canfield, he's the author of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. He was giving um, an analogy on uh, The Secret. It's a documentary on Netflix. And he says, okay, imagine you're in a car and you're in New York and you're driving from New York to California. And you can't, when you're in the car in New York, you cannot see the entire route from New York to California. You also can't plan, um, maybe now the GPS you can, but bear with me, can't plan for every road closure, every delay, you know, every, you know, rat in the street, whatever the case may be, you can't see all that. You can't plan for it. Uh, You know what could happen, but you can't plan all that. But what you can do, and not only can you not plan for it, you don't even have the, you don't even naturally have the ability. Your eyes won't even go that far. If you're, if it's dark outside and you have on headlights, they won't even go that far. You know why? You don't need to worry about all that. What you can see and what your headlights will show you, what your eyes will show you during the daytime are the next two, three, four, five hundred 500 feet. And that's all you need to worry about. So as you're driving, you make sure these next 500 feet are good. Then after that, make sure the next 500 feet are good. Then after that, the next 500 feet. At no time do you see the entire route. You never, you never see it. You don't know. You may end up getting turned around. No problem. Go a different way and look for those 500 feet in that direction. It's the same thing with life. You don't quite, you can't map it all out. Like right now, I'm telling you that I'm going to win two Oscars. I'm going to be EGOT, but I'm winning two Oscars in one night. Um, (laughs) And I don't know how it's going to (laughs) happen. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I know that it will. I just realized actually skip some of the background uh, background on me. With this being the first episode, I guess I'll give it to you. I think that'd be a good time to do it. So uh, to give you some background, like I said, my name's Simone. I am from uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. And so I went to school, uh, got a job, all that good stuff, like I said. And one day I was just like, you know what? I, I can't do this. I, I got to be an actress. I got to follow my dreams. Like, I, I got to do it. At this point, I was like kind of old. I, I was like 25. Yes, like 25, which it's not old, old, because now I'm older than 25. So it's not old, old, but it's not 15. You know, at, at that, it's kind of like a... It's it's older than what it, when I was ten years old, I would have thought I had that epiphany sooner, but I didn't. It, it's not old, but when you're in it, you it feels old. It's not old, but at the time, yes, I felt like it was old, and so I was just like, I, I can't do this no more. I got to do it. it. Was literally, it was like be an actress or die trying. <laughs> like I I, I, could, I I just couldn't live this lie. Um, you know, when, when you're living a life that isn't true to you, it's painful and it's tough. You feel like such a fraud, or at least that's how I felt. And so I said, I'm going to do it. And so um, there, there were some other things going on, but for the sake of time, well, maybe we'll get into that later, maybe if I dedicate a whole episode. But I decided to go ahead and follow my dreams. And so I enrolled in an acting class in Charlotte. And um it was fine. It, it, you know, it, it was, it was fine. Uh, but I knew I needed to move to a really New York, Atlanta or LA. New York was really never on the table. I never really considered moving to New York, but L- LA and Atlanta were on my radar. Um, so long story short, I 
when I first decided to pursue acting, I had no money. Um, when I say none, I, no, I like, I, I think by the time I decided to pursue it, I might've had like $400, but I was actually even more broke than that before then. So yeah, we're we going to get into that later. <laughs> Anywho, decided to pursue it. I just said, I'm going to do it. Um, started taking acting classes. It was great. I knew I was going to have to do more. I didn't know what that was going to look like. So this was in 2019. This is pre-COVID. And so I knew as an actress, I knew at the time, in-person auditions were very common. And I was going to the office and, and I needed to relocate to a new city. And so I was kind of thinking to myself, like, wow, how am I going to go to acting classes, go to auditions, and still work my full-time job. I needed my job to, to make money and to pay for the classes, right? So I was like, okay, I just, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but right now I'm just going to save my money and find something to invest in. I knew I needed to invest or create some sort of business or some sort of passive income in order to support myself if I was going to be going to the office and then going go on auditions. Now, a few months later, 2020, boom, here's COVID, all that going to the office, didn't matter. Now, you know, COVID, I, I don't want to, all, all I'm saying is the the work from home part worked out for me in that regard. That's, that's all I'm saying. Obviously, the people who were sick or lost their lives, and that's, that's horrible. And, you know, I'm, I know I'm not putting that, please don't put words in my mouth is what, is what I'm saying. I can tell somebody can twist that. I'm just saying as far as that simple problem of working from home, that became not a problem anymore. Um, So, that happened at this point though I had already really started my investment journey and really learning I was really interested in learning how to make money learning you know um I, I always knew that people this is just my personal no this is the truth actually think just my personal belief it's the truth if you want to pursue some sort of creative endeavor actor singer artist you know whatever the case dancer you don't have to be broke you can choose to if that you want to do but you don't have to um so for me I was saving my money, learning to invest. Uh, that way I could support myself in the event that I was going to have to go to the office. But now I work from home. I have a great job and I still invest. So everything's great. <laughs> but anyway, so that was that for me. And so I saved up my money and um, I went for, I'll, I'll put it out there because I want people to really understand you can do this too. I didn't know. I didn't come from an investment background. Didn't know anything about investing. Um, but I w- I'd saved about $40,000 over the course of about a year and a half. And for me, that was a lot. I was at the time I was making $55,000 a year and I had an $11,000 bonus, so about 66. For the most part, I was making about about 66, $68,000 a year. Um, and that was part of that was bonus money. So I wasn't getting that like it didn't reflect what I was getting every week. And with that, I was able to save about $40,000. Now, I did have to stay at, say, with my mom. I was sleeping on the couch. Uh, I didn't have space for my things. I was, it was I mean, it was it took sacrifice, but I made that happen. I knew I wanted to move to Atlanta, so I um, <laughs> I moved to Atlanta. Now, before that, um, I, the, I didn't get the support that I wanted in terms of my move. I was told, oh, you can't do it. Oh, it's too expensive. Oh, you can't drive in their traffic. Oh, you don't know anybody out there. Oh, you've never lived on your own. Oh, like, you know, basically just a bunch of you can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. And I just said you know I, I was actually quite offended because I just felt like moving to Atlanta is like it's not I'm not like freaking 
hanging off the ceiling from my eyelashes. Like people move to Atlanta all the time. Like how insulting to my, to my intelligence is it to tell me that I can't do something like that? I'm not going to get into that, but I did not appreciate that comment or those comments. But what I realized is that people who had things to say like that, they just couldn't be a part of that part of my journey. Not saying they couldn't be a part of it at all, but I knew my eyes were on the prize. I knew I was going to Atlanta. And it's like that for anything and anybody. If you have something you want to do, you need to only be listening to input from people who are going to help you do that. But essentially, I want to say that to you. So, you know, that's what I learned from that. It's like, you know, when you want to do something, you just have to do it. And you have to to do it. And the person isn't going to be supportive or if they're going to be negative or try to discourage you. When they say those things, ignore what they're saying. They don't see that vision. You do. God didn't put that in their heart. He put it in yours. So it's not really for them to see. And that's okay. There are going to be things they want to do that you don't see either. So moved to Atlanta, got here. And here's where I'm saying God doesn't need help with the house. So this time I'm working from home. Um, I ended up moving to Atlanta a little later than I wanted to. I wanted to move in January. I didn't move until uh, March, May, May, almost June. It was Labor Day weekend, Memorial Day weekend. So I didn't move until Mar- late May, excuse me. Um, that happened. I <laughs> ended up, I, so one of the investment things I was doing is I was, I bought two mobile homes. Yes, two trailers. I <laughs> bought two mobile homes and um, it didn't go as planned. I did sell them. I did make money, but it didn't go as planned. Whew, boy, did I learn a lot from that. Um, and I ended up moving and I ended up moving before one of the homes was fully, fully sold. The buyer backed out and I said, you know what? I'm still going to go. I can't, I, I did, I did this investment to support me moving to Atlanta at this point is in the way. So I'm going to move anyway, and I will handle this from Georgia. Okay. I realize the story actually deserves so much more time than what I have in this episode. So follow along. If you want to know how I went from having actually had about 14 cents to about $40,000 in a little over a year on a $55,000 salary. Um, I'll break that down. If you want to know how I was able to get into mobile home investing and then had the buyers kind of flake on me right before I left. If you want to know how I overcame um, not having the support that I wanted in terms of my move. If you want to know what God did for me when I got here and how he truly does not need help with the how and how when you really just go after what you want and it's part of the purpose that he put in your heart, things just move in ways you just can't predict. How I got a call, somebody from out of state telling me they wanted to write me a check and they were coming the next day. No lie. That's not clickbait. That really happened. Um, I'll break it all down in the next episode because I do think this can really help you guys. And I want to be able to share the experiences that I learned from this with you. And of course, I always want to encourage you to follow your journey. It's your journey. Own it. Until next time. God bless.